Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Wrestling Roundup with me, Terry Peters. I'm joined today by World famous journalist Aaron <sighs> Franklin. Oh, I've messed it up again. One Over... one week, you might get it right. I need to listen, don't I? But what, what, I'm joined by Aaron Franklin. Aaron, how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. How are you, Peters? Excellent. Yeah, I'm very good. Thank you. So Morbius Early, absolute shite. Do not go watch. There you go. There's a Peter, wrestling around. There's a Peter's recommendation for the week. Um, Sonic Two. There you go. I would go. Recommend, I recommend going to the United. Not even seeing the first one. It's pretty good. Second on Netflix now, I believe, so. Is it? Check it out. Yeah, the first one is, yeah. Idris Elba plays Knuckles as well, which is fantastic. So, do like Idris Elba. Would recommend the second, but watch first first. And I'm also joined by Scoop L. Scoop, how we doing? Scoop L. <laughs> I'm not bad. I thought I'd caught you out by hitting the card just as you took like a massive gobble of rice, but none the wiser. I knew I it had to... happened, but just carried yeah, on. Yeah, everyone just carried on. Disappointing. I was expecting just a splutter of rice and then welcome to the rest yeah. around, but nothing. Food comes first. Food comes first. Scott so it's just the three of us for the new... Well, yeah, exactly. If you're listening to Scott Mills, you can't come. Um, so you are <laughs> listening to the, to the new show with just the three of us this week. Ross is MII for this, but we'll be back on Wednesday's episode where we will be covering Uncensored 97, which is the debut of Dennis Rodman. In WCW, but before we get to Wednesday, we've got the news, and it's been a well, some weird news this week, hasn't there? Across all three brands, we're going to start with <laughs> oh, Tony Khan. Tony Khan has taken a tweet from Matt Letizia's book here, hasn't he? And claimed that every every anti AEW tweet is a WWE bot, which has created many memes over the internet. Even the genuine WCW defenders, sorry, AEW defenders, are sort of thinking it's a bit of a swing and a miss this one, aren't they? What do we make of Tony Khan's tinfoil hat moment this week? Aaron? He's, a, he's a fucking idiot, isn't he? <laughs> to put it bluntly. Yeah, it, it's stupid, isn't it? It's just, it's just so caught up in his own little bubble. He thinks AEW is the best thing since sliced bread. He thinks that anyone... Who doesn't watch AEW is suddenly a WWE bot. 
I think it's the fact that even probably like the AEW defenders have even sort of said, yeah, this was a, a bad, yeah. a bad, bad call. Lou's got a loading, loading mark on his head because he's quite clearly thinking of what to say on this topic. I imagine once that gets to 100%, he's got a lot and will unload. But yeah, it's it, it wasn't a good tweet. I think it's, it just made him look stupid in my opinion. He's, he, or, he could have easily, he could have easily just gone without tweeting it and just <clears> said it backstage. <throat> you know what I mean? It, it, it's just one that when you put something like that in the public eye, you, you're going to be ridiculed, really, aren't you? And rightly so, in my opinion, because let's be honest: how can everybody that's ever been against a EW beat a bot? I think it, it was a very short-sighted opinion. I think uh, what's happened, Piers, is he's lost the plot, hasn't he? Yeah, tough, tough week. He's lost his he's lost his big star. WWE put a show put a show on that he could just never pull off, frankly. I... And I think he's lost the I think he's lost the plot. You know, even even like if you have a better wrestling show, they're not they can't put anything on the scale of WrestleMania, can they? It's just yeah, no. that's it. So I think is... uh, that's what's happened. It's just, it's just... Having... sorry, you go. I just say it's just he's lost the plot. He, he does this quite a lot more than you would think. Actually, he gets very defensive very quickly. And I'm just going to say the same thing I always say. It's just mind your own shit. Don't matter. They've had a, a really good week, AEW. They've had Samoa Joe debut. They've had the Moxley Wheelie Utah match, which he was, he was plugging. Really good. Those right, AEW they've fans a, loved it. They've, they've booked a very good match for next week. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. just, In, uh, just have it at that. Why, why start this absolute nonsense? It's just made himself look very stupid, in my opinion. Very, very stupid. It's the way yeah. that he, he he started it with an independent study is confirmed. It, that he paid for. Yeah, it just sounds stupid. It it just sounds stupid. Um, yeah, massive, massive swing and a miss. And then it's just like he's then gone on after that tweet to try and promote his product in the same bread. But I think that's why he was doing it, to be honest. Yeah, but that just... was going to get more retweets and likes than a you know like a regular or quote tweets definitely than a regular. Oh, watch down uh, rampage. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, on that front, it's quite clever to get some interaction, but it's also very stupid in the way that it is in a way. Yeah. I think what what's disappointing for me is that how many kind of like wrestling like YouTubers and stuff are just like oh, you can see WWE doing this sort of thing and kind of leaving it as that. Because uh, I've not watched any YouTubers on the topic to be fair. Yeah, it, it's just a really poor way of thinking. Right? Like, just apply some cynicism, lads. Is all I'm going to say. Just, just some cynicism. I think Alvarez was the most cynical one. He was like, "You're telling me they're not all real people." Not buying it. But, but yeah, there is going to be this this tweet about about. I think he clarified it in the end what he meant was it was real people tweeting. Although he still seems to imply that they were paid. Like anyone's going to pay a fucking job nation or WWE Gareth. Of fucking Peters, um, but like, I think so. I think he was just saying that they was just kind of they were like real tweets, but then it was just kind of robots were kind of you right. know boosting the numbers. But isn't that like aren't half the Twitter accounts fake or something? I'm sure that's that's come out before. But like, there's that many robots on Twitter, like half of them are fake. Stupid thing to do, um, to say that WE to try and claim that WE had paid for them. I don't even think WE would know where to start with doing that. I'm well, to bother. Imagine oh, Vince tweeting. Mean... Imagine Vince tweeting this. I put everything exactly. through that thing. Like, if, if you can't imagine Vince doing it, because it's that ridiculous and unprofessional, then if Tony Khan's saying he's trying to compete with WWE, then why is he why is he doing it? 
The thing is, where well, Finns had done it, imagine what the outpour would have been or the reaction would have been totally different. Yeah. In my opinion. I, I think where, where Tony's falling down is he actually thinks Vince gives a fuck. And mm-hmm. Vince really, really is not even bothered, is he? That is another company going on. No, I don't think I don't he's... Think, yeah. Well, would you? The biggest, biggest wrestling corporation in the world. No one's anywhere near touching them. Worth yeah. billions and billions. AEW barely made a profit last year. And the thing is, is now that Vince is, is getting the advantage of, of AEW. Because they've they've let's be honest, they've made Cody Rhodes into a bigger star than he ever was gonna the first mm-hmm. time around. And now he's taking advantage of that. So surely he wants that there. <laughs> it's like I I don't think he, he wants him to go out of business that much that he's gonna start paying AEW whatever his WWE Gareth and Job Nation and, and all those balance money to try and, you know, tweet negative out. Because who the hell cares, to be yeah. honest? Do you know what I mean? Is anyone going to be reading that thinking, oh, well, this, this someone just said something like nasty about EW, so I'm not going to watch it now. What, is it, is it robots that have stopped watching Rampage in the droves over the last couple of months? I was also uh, having a discussion this week about Tony Khan's potential burnout. Because now he's booking four shows? Dynamite, Rampage, Dark, at Ring of Honor. Elevation as well. Five. At what point does he have to sort of hand something away? And I can't see him. Yeah, I don't know how much he's actually doing himself, to be honest, though. I still, yeah, but. I mean, do you know what I mean? Like, he spends most of his time on podcasts, though, talking trade. The thing is, though, if he. I know we do. Yeah, but we are, we are booking <laughs> wrestling for sure, though. But the thing is, as well, if he's booking them and stuff, he's going to burn out very, very soon. There's no. Yeah, well, that, that, but that the thing is, as well, he's not. He's not do putting on bad shows, is he? He's putting on good shows. So just spend your time doing that. The thing is, you'd get more respect if you did that. Yeah. So yeah, Tony Khan is a bot. Next up, we have the SmackDown after WrestleMania. Well, we had the Raw after WrestleMania as well, didn't we? I think it was a bit lackluster from what I understand. It wasn't the best Raw after WrestleMania. No, nothing really nothing happened. Really happened. It oh, there's a, appear- there a big debut. Oh, it a does- huge debut. Huge. It doesn't appear that Roman's injured either, does it? Like we were discussing in the last WrestleMania podcast. Unless he is, and they're just going to not have him yeah, do, any, do much I, I for the next understand. few weeks. I was going to say, they could afford to have him not wrestle for a month. And that was yeah. Nice, to be honest, yeah, yeah. Well, the, I, it's, it's kind of set up a storyline himself, hasn't he? For yeah. the Usos to go after Arcade, bro. So yeah. that that could... take a, Potentially, yeah. I see where you're coming yeah. from. Like, does he really need to wrestle at Backlash? I'd, I'd say no, because you no. could probably have the Usos versus RK, bro. You've already got Wanda v. Charlotte. Do you actually need Roman on that card? Oh, yeah, for sure. I think if he's injured for, like, a couple of months, I would just... I wouldn't make out the title, given yeah. how long it's been. I think unless he's out for, like, a year, yeah, I think you yeah, can do something. It's a bit different. Yeah. Um, could you kind of make a storyline out of it, couldn't you? Um, with, like, being part-time wrestler, like, yeah. with Brock. Yeah, I said Brock's probably gone away for longer with the title. Although yeah. they have kind of teased Roman v Nakamura, Nakamura. on SmackDown, yeah. haven't they? Which having would be quite quite a nice little match. That I mean, it's obviously Roman because obviously no but... Nakamura's plans have been thrown out the window as well. Yeah, but how has he suddenly gone from? Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, a tag title match to suddenly world title match. I don't understand that jump. Yeah, losing the tag title match, no less. Is he is he in? The caliber of Roman in like the kind of power rankings at the moment is nowhere near. But I think no, but I don't think anyone is unless you're using Drew McIntyre. 
the thing is though, where it's it's an easy feud for them to put a, a yeah. good a good well well known name against the top star in the company, isn't it? And no, if when he if he loses and when he loses, no one's going to say it's really damaged him, and no one's going to say Roman's really gained much from yeah. it either. I don't think it's just an easy it's an easy feud to get him used before they get to where they want to be. Yeah, it's like he was wrestling Cesaro this time last year. Right? I think it's a good. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's a tr- traditional law anyway. So just sticking like a internet hardcore favorite type yeah, it... wrestler for a couple of months, and yeah, and, and that's it. And it, and it just gets fans on side a little bit. We also saw on SmackDown the main. We've, we've de- missed the uh, the big debut on on Raw. It was a big debut on Raw. Ezekiel, uh, Elias, oh, yeah, younger, Ezekiel. Uh, I do Elias's him. younger brother. Well, this is a fucking brilliant. I like storyline. I think it's I just think... a great storyline. The fact that he's changed all his Instagram and Twitter to um, Ezekiel, I like his younger brother. I think it's just absolutely brilliant. I I think this could be a really good gimmick if done correctly, like this personality disorder yeah. thing, almost like Ms. Dow was back in the day. Yeah, because I, I liked it like, when he came out. like The in, initial online reaction was, like, oh, fucking hell, I can't believe they repackaged Ezekiel. I mean, Elias. But then when the... Um, Kevin Owens just referenced that straight away. Like, you obviously like it. It's like it was, they're going a completely different route. I think I thought it was comic genius. Yeah, it's great. It's like I say, yeah. it'd be interesting to see if he does that sort of personality disorder thing where he turns up for somebody else each week or he's been away that long, he's sort of forgotten who he was. Yeah, a lot of people have been uh, comparing to the Abyss Joseph Park storyline. Yes. But I just don't see, unless he's going to stick a beard on, or they've they've cut loads of promos with the beard, with the beard. so yeah. that he can you know like green screen with himself yeah, yeah that's yeah. what he needs to do it'll be very interesting to see how he develops over the next few weeks i think and months the thing with the thing with elias is oh sorry Ezekiel is he's quite clearly very good in the ring but he's always been injured to i think to sustain a run so hopefully this time he hasn't been injured you. this like last like six months though so they just not know what's going <laughs> no but i meant before yeah. that he, was yeah. all, he, he sort of had a stop-start run, didn't just, he? Yeah, I found it really weird that the um, they took him on TV he, just as he came back on with the crowds, like onto the road, because that was yeah. When... I know that I know he wasn't injured, but then obviously they obviously didn't see anything in him for whatever reason. Mm, they yeah. come back, so jumped around to Jackson Riker, but yeah. But I finally could have got a good couple of months out of his Elias gimmick when the fans got back. Yeah, yeah. they needed that. But I mean, he was the drift yeah. for five years, I think, six years. Yeah. It's quite a long time for one gimmick these days, yeah. isn't it? Especially, be interesting to see how he goes, yeah. Especially in WWE. But yeah, I think I think it could be an exciting gimmick. And Cody Rhodes mesh, wrestled the dark match on Raw this week, didn't he? Against oh, Cody. yeah. And all the AEW boy, fanboys have been saying, oh, you get the biggest star across and then you make him wrestle in a dark match. Like, but they do that on purpose, and, yeah, like, just to keep the crowd there all night, because the crowd yeah. get pretty tight. When I was at WrestleMania, the... Um, the SmackDown after because they had to take two or five live in between. They put like Nakamura styles on at the end. Oh no, Nakamura and Ziggler still. Just because they want to keep people in the arena while they do other stuff afterwards. So it makes perfect sense to do that. I and mean, it's just a nice treat for the crowd, isn't it? Thing is as well, it's an easy match to get him back into yeah. to show what to sort of get him the crowd excited, like you say, we're going into Raw where they need to be excited. And like I say, I think I say, anyone complain about being in the dark match, like, doesn't realize how it works because you always, I mean, I'm pretty sure that the one me and I went to a SmackDown taping in Sheffield, we got CM Punk versus Undertaker. Yeah, we did. It's the dark match. You always get the big stars in the dark match if you don't wrestle on telly. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's mad, isn't it? Um, how people will try and say it's, it's mismanaged. 
Um, but as I said, it, it was a pretty lacklustre raw, wasn't it? I think from from what I understand. I, don't think, I think if you're looking for returns and pops, I've only really seen Cody's promo and the Ezekiel stuff. Yeah, I think it's quite a decent promo that Cody cut. Obviously, it was a classic Cody promo, wasn't it? It was. It was very long. Ugh. It was. It was. But the, it shows that they put him in the world title picture because you don't cut a promo like that if they've, they've, they're only going to put you in the in the ICR US title yeah, picture. Absolutely. I can't wait for him to cut this exactly exact same promo on Monday. Mm. I mean, I can't. I would, but then I, to be honest, I would. Now we set it out. I wouldn't have him wrestle for the title until like Royal Rumble at the earliest. I would really stretch this out. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see when they do sort of pull the trigger on him because I think he could have some good stuff with Seth. Yeah. Certainly coming up over the next few months. Certainly could. He's got the Miz on Monday. I think that'll be a decent match because they're actually mates, aren't they? Yeah. Actual mates. Smackdown, we saw the de- the main roster debut of Gunther and Ludwig Kaiser, formerly known as Marcel Bartel. Fabian Eichner is MIA. What yeah. do we th- what- what do we think of the name change for Fabi- uh, Marcel Bartel? Don't care. Sounds more German. Do you know what? I think it's a better name. Yeah. I, I think really... it's a better name. I just yeah. don't mind. I, I I think it's a lot better name than Marcel Bartel anyway. Yeah. I don't know where Fabian Eitner is or what he's done. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. He, he walked out on Imperium, didn't he, on NXT? Yeah. yeah, he did. Uh, did he? Yeah. Yeah, unless he's obviously going to stay down. There, I never knew he was. I never knew he was Italian. Yes. Yeah. Well then, because uh, Ludwig's actually German, isn't he? Yeah, but he sounded French, and then Fabian, and obviously Jolly Wally sounded German, but he was Italian. But yeah, and obviously Jolly Wally's like going to kick your fucking head in. He's uh, Austrian, isn't he? Yeah. Um, but I think it'll be interesting to see what they do with those two on the main roster as well. Whether they go for tag titles. Or... It, it looks like Ludwig is just his uh, his manager. Yeah, it will be interesting to see what they do. I think because they're, they're obviously well established quality wrestlers as well, the pair of them. So I'm excited to see. It. And to be fair, Gunter Walter, whatever you want to call him, didn't have the longest NXT run, but I think it was obviously just to get him used to maybe being having settling life in America because he was initially. I believe, so, yeah, he didn't need it, did he? He was on new NXT yeah, for pissing years. The I thing think. is, I think he initially was a bit reluctant to move to America as well, wasn't he? So yeah. they've obviously said, "Well, you won't be in NXT too long. We just need to repackage you." And I was thinking this week. Do you know what? Genuinely, I know they change a lot of the the names when they come up to the main roster, but John Cena was known as the prototype. Batista was known as Leviathan. Do you know what I mean? If they, no one was bitching and moaning. Yeah. Oh, it happens. I think it's just because NXT is televised now, isn't it? Like, yeah, literally, that's it. I was thinking this this week. If NXT wasn't televised, no one would give a single fuck. Yeah. No I, just, one... I think the only thing I would say is they should just, like, when Seth Rollins came in, obviously he was tiled back beforehand. They changed his name when he joined NXT. Same with Finn Balor. So yeah. that's what they should do. And people just get used to it by the time on the main roster. I think the thing is, though, they've changed the direction of NXT now, haven't they? Yeah. As well? Because that's, I think that's the other thing is obviously NXT has totally changed direction in the last six months. Did it change mm-hmm. to 2.0 to back to what they actually want it to be like an OVW style thing? So I kind of get why they do it. But I, I, if it wasn't televised, the name changes wouldn't be as big a thing as what they are. Yeah. But I mean, like, you know, you've gone from Walter to Gunther. It's gone from one random German first name to another. It's like going from like Dave to Steve. Like, yeah. Um, I, I mean, again, Walter's fine, Gunther's not as good, but it is what it is. You just yeah. got to get on with it. I mean, you know, I've not people have stopped bitching and moaning about it now. But it wasn't the only name change we saw on SmackDown this week because Raquel Gonzalez got called up. 
and she's now Raquel Rodriguez. Yep. Yep. Fine. Inoffensive. Do you know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah, don't care. Yeah. Although, didn't she just win the NXT tag titles? No, she lost, thought... lost it. Did they lose? Yeah, I can't they remember how it happened. I'm uh, sure they won. Yeah, they won, but then they lost it on NXT. Oh, they lost, oh, they it, on lost NXT. it on NXT. Oh, right. missed, that. Okay. missed that completely. That's why I'm no, not I, a world class wrestling journalist. Like, I'm sure yeah. it was. I'm sure it was her and Dakota Kai that yeah. wouldn't stand and deliver. <laughs> We've done a uh, entire news podcast. I've just missed the entire show apparently. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this is why you join us because obviously it's always. Chaos. That's why we've got the, the world class wrestling journalist Aaron Franklin. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Try and keep um, up with it. But again, I think she'll add something very different to the women's division. I, th- I hope she comes in a sort of a Beth Phoenix style powerhouse because obviously she's a very tall lady, isn't she? Um, yeah. A uh, very powerful lady. So but she was she was flirting with the uh, what 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 they called the th- the two fellas, Los Lotharios. So that's good. Los Lotharios. I don't even know who that is. Also. That's uh, Gaza. Oh, uh, Angel, Angel now, Angel. Angel and Humberto. God, I forgot they even existed. Yeah, so I forgot they even existed. Humberto <laughs> Carrillo is the former US champ, isn't he? Was he? But yeah, I'm sure he was US. Ah, well done, I'm better. I'm sure he was, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he was, but he was like really bland, right? Yeah, then that's probably why he's where he is. Because they were both like predominantly on Raw for quite a while, weren't yeah. they? Um, Angel Guys. And they were, were they with Austin State? Were they with Austin State? Yeah. Austin Theory. They were. They were yeah, WrestleMania, the, the fair, WrestleMania 36, they found something like Oh, no, I'm lying. Humberto Career wasn't the US champ. I think he might have gone for the US champ, maybe. Yeah. That's might be what I'm thinking. He of. was in that like never ending feud with um, was it Drew? It's nice, that really serious. Oh, Andrade, Andrade, yeah. I might, yeah, I think that's what I'm thinking of. It was Andrade, yeah, but so yeah, Feathers. Um, other than that, I think we had the setup for Nakamura Roman Reigns, which we briefly touched on. Other than that, I think again, it was a pretty uneventful smack. So Usos are going to Raw. To unify the tag titles, that was the big takeaway. Yeah, that was the big one. So yeah, that's going to cover probably what two, three months worth of storylines. I, I think they're just doing it on Monday. Are they just trying on Monday? I think they're just going on Monday. Aren't they? Just I, don't think I don't think they'll win it on Monday. No, they'll drag it out to mm. backlash. I reckon. That, that's what I meant. Sorry for yeah. a couple of months. I think I think they'll have a bit of a struggle and then it'll end, and then that'll be the imploding of RK Bro as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Because that needs to be happening at SummerSlam, doesn't it? That yeah, I think, I think that'll be a really good match. I think the only problem is with unifying all these titles, I think it's great. However, they need to put a mid-card women's title in. Yeah. Because if they're going to unify the women's titles, it leaves them with one title between the whole roster of women. I don't think they do. I don't think... I, it'd be just as misused as what the tag titles are. Yeah, I, I, think, they should, I think they... I don't, I don't they should. They should. They should do it just for equality, I think. Yeah, I don't think they will. Well, sexist Peters, of course you won't. You invite QT Marshall, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I just don't think it's needed personally because I don't think there's a. The roster's out. very thin, but I think yeah, I don't yeah, think like a, a big for perception, they should, they should do. Yeah, it. I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I do get what you're saying. But yeah, uh, I think the main point of them unifying the titles, the tag titles, is just to get the bloodline and both shows. That yeah, I don't think they're far any further than that. No, and that's it. And then that'll be the important of RK Bro work, and that'll set something up. Yeah, so but I think it's literally just so they can get Roman and his posse on, on yeah, both shows. On both shows. We also had some wrestling weddings this week. Did anybody see who got married? Yeah, both. Both. I saw both. The first one. Corey is... Graves and Carmella. 
Bell and Graves, yeah. And uh, so they'll uh, be having some sort of sex celebration in the middle of Raw. And, and then Alexa, Alexa Bliss, Bliss, Bliss and, and Ryan, I don't know his last name, Mr. Nobody, yeah, some yeah. random guy. Is he a yeah. wrestler? No, he's, he's a, a singer. Yeah, he's ah. in like a real shit pop punk band. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know who he is to be honest. But congratulations yeah. to them both, even though we just like them both off <laughs> from everybody at wrestling around. Some former stars making the appearances at both weddings. John Mock too, is it? Uh, Carmella and Corey Graves as well. Didn't wear a suit. Instead of his hoodie. Just, yeah. just turned up in like... In a, ben- face, in a Bengals t-shirt and a fanny <laughs> yeah. pack. It was fantastic. He had a shirt on later on. That might be in the evening. Do We might dress ah. up a little bit. But the man never gives a fucking fair play. Fair play. And then we are going to move on to still John Moxley. Hang on. Before you do that, we've missed the best wrestling uh, wedding outfit of the week. Go on then. Which is uh, Braun Strowman. Uh, Alexa Bliss's wedding. I have not seen the picture. Um, I I implore you to search for Braun Strowman on Twitter right now and and find it. Um, it's it's quite the look. I don't know what the fuck's going on with Braun Strowman's hair. Oh, it's, he done it into like a love heart kind of thing. It's like yeah, it's like some sort. It looks like a road warrior thing from the front. That, but that's the one. Look at that. I literally opened Instagram and it's the first photo. Bright pink shirt, matching pink Crocs. That's what I'm talking about. It's called. The Didn't realize that was Braun Strowman. Yeah. Fantastic. Look. He's had quite the week on social media as old Braun. He he's stolen Keith Flint's hair. Probably gonna say Keith Lee then, yeah. No, yeah. Keith Flint. Yeah. Ember Moon was apparently there. Uh Raquel Gonzalez, Raquel Rodriguez, she was there as well. Uh Kayla Braxton, Liv Morgan, Maurice, Lana, Mandy Rose, Sonia Deville, Nijax, and the Miz all there as well, I do believe, from a tweet I've just seen. Um, so yeah, congratulations to both the happy couples from everybody at wrestling around, despite us just slagging your partners. Oh, so it just means that Carmella and Cora Grace are going to be even worse than what they were. Mm-hmm. They can't go much worse, can they? But well, I think they, they are going to. Just oh yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not saying they won't, but, but there's unbearable. not much worse they can do. So who is the most unbearable wrestling couple? Then is it them two, or is it Ty Conti and? Uh... Oh, attack on it, Sammy Guevara. Jesus Christ, they're horrendous. Absolutely t- terrible. Yeah, but at least they're not shoving it in your throat like Corey Graves does. They, I mean, they are. They took a well, naked photo with the title, for fuck's sake. And then, then yeah. to give us some peace and privacy and then put that up. Cheers, then. Yeah, we don't yeah. have to follow them, so you don't have to see that. But I, I do if, follow if want... them. I, I think it came up on my timeline because all the AEW fanboys were having a fucking tug over it, weren't they? I mean, you had to as well, isn't it? Yeah, it was awkward, <laughs> really. And Sammy Guevara's got a real weird one bit of hair patch on his leg, <laughs> which was odd. Picked up. Um, so, yeah, I think they're more annoying, personally, because they do it both offline and online, whereas at least Carmel and Corey Graves seem to keep it on TV. On the That's true. And on their YouTube channel, where they are just talking about shagging all the time. Mm-hmm. Top shaggers. Top shaggers. There's a cheese grater on the floor next to a dildo. I don't really know how that works, but you know. Oh, so what you do? <laughs> great, great. They are. Um, yeah, I, I still think they're worse. Still think they're worse. But move. We'll go back to AEW now. I don't think there's anything else from the E to cover, is there? Uh, not that. No, that was all big news. Yeah. No, no. Um, was it on Dark? It was on Dark, wasn't it? John Moxley against Wheeler Utah. That's no, on Rampage. Rampage. Tony Khan was plugging. I get lost in all the different. You can't play a match like that on Dark YouTube. I don't really know what Dark is. 
Dark's on YouTube. Right. Dark Elevation right. also on YouTube. I think well, one of them's um, filmed at a TV studio now. Right, Universal. brilliant. So it was on Rampage, which is Friday but it was on night. Rampage, Friday night. It was. It was. I I, I get confused because yeah. it seems it's recorded after night, Dynamite really. on the Wednesday, but it was shown on the Friday. Right, Rampage. I've not seen the match. I've heard it's very very good. Tony Khan has now called Wheeler Utah a star, which doesn't mean anything. But yeah, they do this a lot. I I've seen the pictures of blood literally pouring out of his head. Yeah. Yeah, but and he now being brought on as another member of. Uh... I think that's the whole point in it. They have like bloody matches with each other, and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, top lad, you, and he's to join the uh, the Blackpool. Black. I was going to say, I've seen a picture of Regal shake his hand. Yeah. So he's now part. What's it called? The Blackpool's Blackpool Combat Club. Combat Club. That's it. I was going to call it the Blackpool Strong Club. If they don't uh, get Samoa Joe in on that, I'm going to be very disappointed because Samoa Joe and William Regal are just great together. They've got history on there, yeah. Yeah, I th- I think that would be a good shout if that could if they could get him in there. I'm I'm surprised that Tony Khan hasn't used William Regal to just book Ring of Honor yet. He might do, yeah. Yeah, I'm very, he's, very he's, surprised he's, by that. He's putting too much on his plate, isn't he? And that's yeah. what I was saying. I don't know when the burnout ends for to, starts for Tony Khan. Because uh, he has got a lot on his plate. Yeah. A swollen roster. Five shows to book, two companies to run. Mad. The man is ridiculous. And that's just his wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Then he's yeah. got a football team as well. He's got the Jags and Fawn. Yeah. And he's actually on Football Manager as well. Yeah. As a director of football. I don't think he's very good on the game. Should hire him. No, I think he's on about nine grand a week. Well, he's, he's, not, he's not very good in real life. Yeah. He's lost the well, country. True. Terry can't afford him. <laughs> and then he, I can't afford town, you're right. Um, in fact, he's Sign, actually... Sign him anyway. If fact, he's pretty good actually. He's got 17 player judging ability and 18 potential knowledge yeah. negotiating 14. That sounds about right because he just gives everyone what they want. Yeah. So it should be lower. Um yeah, so I if you can go find this match, apparently it's very, very good. I would recommend from what I've been told. Um but they've also booked quite an exciting match from next week, haven't they? For Ring apparently of Honor. So. Made a grandpa against Samoa Joe. Yeah, you know, it's on dynamite. It's just fathering about it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know it's yeah. a, um, I know it's on dynamite, so I mean yeah. it's part of ring. I don't know if they class it as part of Ring of Honor now on <clears throat> I don't know how it works, even though it's for the title, they could still class it under the Ring of Honor banner or they do it on the even though it's on dynamite. Do you know like when WCW appeared? Yeah, I think it's just I, on I dynamite. Really, yeah. I don't really know. That's more what I meant. I didn't really know how they were doing yeah. it. <clears throat> but yeah, I think that'll be an exciting match. I will go out my way to watch that because everyone loves fucking Suzuki, don't they? But There'll be a lot of hitting. Lot yeah, of there's going to be some big meaty men slapping that. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's just a lack of storyline for me. But, you know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm being too cynical. Sometimes I don't think you need a storyline with that match, yeah. though. I think you just sort of... The, the thing is, sometimes it gives the people what they want a little bit too quickly. I think you could have waited for that match, but yeah. That will draw a lot of eyes to the product. See, I suppose been... they always say with Suzuki, though, you don't know when you're going to get him. I guess if he's and that's Suzuki, that's been across, you just yeah, there. that's it, isn't it? And I think the thing is, a lot of people that will draw a lot of people's eyes to his product. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It will draw a lot of eyes to the product. So he's very clever from the way he's done it. But like you say, Suzuki isn't always available, is he? So if if you've got him while you, while you can, just mm-hmm. take him, especially with Joe, because they're both very similar, aren't they? Had Hard, very hard hitting, very big meaty men, yeah, big meaty men slapping meat for a title that I, I suspect Joe's probably held before. Yeah, yes, yeah. I so, 
Like yeah. you say, it, it's it's got the makings of a very good match. I've got no doubt that our good friend, friend of the show, Dave Meltzer, will give it five stars. Yes. Should we cover that, actually? We've not done that yet. Yeah, oh, we'll yeah. cover that. Before we wrap up. Before we wrap up, then. Dave fucking Meltzer. Um, so Karen Brady had a Frankenstein ratings, but... He's brought out the star ratings, hasn't he? And there's one big glaring issue. But if you could just bring them up and go through them, Lou. Sure, well, oh, sorry, tell, tell them to, to us. So, night one, WrestleMania, the opening tag title bout between the Usos and uh, Boogs and Nakamura. One and a half stars. I don't, think I, you can, I don't think you can, you can't really rate it for me. I think you can it's really high. do a lot because, yeah, uh, I think, I think it's harsh to rate that with what happens, to be honest. McIntyre and Carbon, uh, two and three quarters. Yeah, that's about right. Maybe Logan Paul and Miz, best of Mysterios, three and a half. Yeah, that's right for me. Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch, uh, four and a half. Yeah, he yeah. did say, to be fair, that was one of the matches of the weekend. Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. He didn't put a rate in the Observer. Such but, a dick. But Brian Alvarez clarified afterwards that it was also four and a half. He's just a knob. If that but was he on AEW... If he forgot to type e- it in. If that yeah. was on AEW, that would have been five stars. Well, I thought Becky versus Bianca was, was better. So I would have yeah. given that one the five stars. But that's, that's Dave. But again, yeah. four and a half stars. Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey, but actually, I thought two stars. No, I'm a, I think that's fine. I think that was one, of the, worst, heatless, that was one of the worst matches of the week. It's a heatless match, wasn't it? I guess. And it, it was a crap ending with a big boot, wasn't it? Yeah. And then Steve Austin, Kevin Owens, three and a half. Yeah, uh, I think that's about fair because let's be honest, it was a good match. With, well, with depends what you go in. Depends what you go in. In the context if, of the match, it was five stars. But like you say, I yeah, mean, no Rock Hogan got three. Exactly. Right, night two then. The opening tag title bout, the triple threat. Four and a quarter. I'm surprised he gave it that high, actually. Same. He likes fuckery, though, doesn't he? Like wrestling yeah. fuckery, just where spotting yeah. and whatnot. Bobby Lashley versus Elmas. Half a star. <laughs> yeah. In fact, that was the worst match of the weekend. Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn, not rated. Not rated. I'm assuming he got a lot of backlash for having to go at this on. Basically, on he would have rated it low, and everyone's gone, well, it's great. It's exactly what it needs. I think he's just not counting as a match because it was more of a stunt show. But Jim Cornette fucking hates it as well, which is obviously going to yeah. happen. Women's tag titles fell forward, two and a half stars. Edge versus uh, AJ Styles, three and three quarters. Yeah, I thought he might have given that a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, they were trying. It was, it was a match made for him, wasn't it? Not for the crowd, I thought. I said that at the time. But yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Rich Holland and Sheamus versus uh, The New Day. Three quarters of a star. So somehow, we only went one minute 41, but it went, it got a quarter more stars than uh, Lashley and almost. So is that weird? Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Now, let's remember that in the context of the Franklin Star Range, which was eight stars for the entire segment. Yeah. So we'll add um, Melzer's together and see what we get. I know what he's given this. So the first one was three and three quarters. Good match. Crowd were into it. Um, Mr. McMahon versus Pat McAfee. Minus two stars. What annoys me is that he's clearly gone out of his way to rate that and put it in and then forgotten I conveniently about Cody and Seth. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it for a second he forgot to yeah. put it in. Yeah. And then uh, Reigns and Lesnar, uh, three and a quarter. I think he's rated that higher than what I thought he would have done, actually. 
It just ended. It was a good match, but it just ended suddenly, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, he doesn't usually like that, does he? So he's in. I just don't think he went long enough to give a good start. So that went three and a quarter. It's so he thought it was better than the WrestleMania 34 match. She gave three stars between those two. And what was the other one they've had? Was it? And then going back to 31. I think he might give him 31 more. Oh, it was much better. Yeah. Because it was probably the best out of the three. Wait, he did indeed. He gave it four and a half. But um, well, yeah, which it was the best match. Yeah, Even I before Seth Rollins got involved. That was a really good match, too. to be fair. Even with, yeah, like you said, without Seth, that was so, a really Yeah, those are, the, uh, those are the star ratings. So good old Dave does what he needs to do. But yeah, so I'm still not a massive fan of him, obviously. But no, you've been trolling him on Twitter all week, to be honest. I've actually reported your account for bullying and harassment. Fantastic. Ellen, yeah. uh, mate, continue. Any other news before we wrap up? Uh, well, we've got the two wrestling around shows, but maybe we should wait for Ross to join and do it on the main show. Yeah, do that. So we can show. inform him of what he's missed. So if you want to hear about those, join us back on Wednesday where we are doing WCW Uncensored 97. Aaron, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much. Lou, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Hang on, hang on a minute. What, who? Lou? Who's he? Scoopel. 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 Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. You can find us all at Wrestling Around on Twitter and everything else. Bob Rude as well, he's waving goodbye. Glorious. Honestly, there he goes. The man time. that managed to go to Texas from Leeds in about 30 seconds flat yeah. over the weekend as well. Great at the time. But thank you all for listening to the Wrestling Roundup today. Join us on Wednesday for Uncensored 97. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.